After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the After Things podcast. I am Bryce Castillo, uh, joined as always with Brian Brushwood. Hello, hello. And we're joined with special guest, friend of the show, a regular name on the show, Joe Diamond. Yeah. uh, Just goes to show that if you follow your dreams and bug your heroes enough, eventually you'll weasel your way onto their podcast that you've been listening uh, to for 10 years. uh, (laughs) Actually, I think there is a real lesson in there where it's like consistently over... uh, how many years have you been listening and submitting questions? We've been doing oh, after things about four or five years now. Yeah. No, well, maybe, well, I mentioned seven. in in uh, weird things. I've been listening. Like, I think I. It must have been within the first ten episodes when I first started listening to. Wow, weird things. really early. Like, yeah. I, and I remember the transition when, like, it was just you and and uh, Andrew after one of the shows, just you know, rambling and like this needs to be its own thing. Right. Right. And like the the shoot off from there and and sure so, enough that's what it became yeah, yeah uh, exactly. so, I, but i suppose that there is a valuable lesson in the fact that if you consistently provide value over time you built up a reputation among us as as soon as we got a joe diamond email it's like this is going to be a relevant question something good that that he's serious about that we could do a deep dive on and something in our wheelhouse that we can address and hopefully yeah. give helpful advice. Right. And, and, and then later when, uh, you know, eventually uh, you started showing up on scam nation and, and mm-hmm. on rogue and all this stuff. And now we're at the point where it's like, like, uh, as we're experiencing right now, it's like, hell's yeah, get, get yeah. Joe on the show. It'll be great. Yeah. As, as my last, a video we filmed for Scam Nation was premiering. We were texting, and you were like, "When you want to come back?" Yes. And I was like, uh, "This day, shrug shoulders?" Question mark. And you're like, "Okay, your ticket is booked." Uh, I was like, yeah. uh, "Okay." <laughs> uh, and, and by the way, full disclosure, I don't even know what all we're gonna shoot this week, but I know we're gonna come up uh, with plenty. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. We've we. We spitballed a couple ideas and, yeah. you know, there was some stuff from last time that we didn't even get to. So it's like, yeah, like, like, you know, it was just so, one of those things where it was like, yeah, like, like I said last time, it's like, hey, I've got tons of more stuff. So if you need anything, let me know. And so you knew when it was time, like, oh, yeah, I know we talked about some stuff. We didn't get to it all. So I know we'll get something. Right, <laughs> so. right, right. So so uh, if you were to write in a letter at this point in your career, uh, given everything that you have going on, uh, what would what would the focus be? What uh, what what uh, what advice so, should we ruminate so on? Quick, quick recap, just to kind of put it in perspective uh, for everyone else. I originally wrote in when I started doing 13 person mentalism shows in my artist studio which is in a haunted mansion in crystal lake illinois which has a background in sideshow uh lou ringling uh she bought the property and expanded it and uh after her husband al ringling passed away she took her shares from the circus and bought this property while she was in the circus she started as a ticket taker then as a snake charmer and also did a mind reading act holy cow very likely she did some kind of oracle code act a la nightmare alley Guillermo del Toro version coming out soon. Really? Oh, you don't know this? Oh, no, no, no. oh we'll have to watch a trailer right. later. All right, that'll be my pick. Uh, so, so yeah, so I started just doing it just as like a weird side project because I could fit 13 people in. And it was right when you started offering up questions. And 
honestly, like it was like all of it was very spot on with like, you know, reach out to escape rooms to help get them to promote. I was joking with uh, Andrew before he had to get going. Like he was like, Hey, stop just wearing. Cause initially I was like, Oh, just, just wear, this is my side project for 13 people. I, I don't want to wear a suit and this the suit and tie. Like mm. I do for all my corporate shows. It's like, I'll, I'll dress down a little bit. And he immediately was like, uh, find a middle ground. And I did. And he was right. Uh, there was another aspect. Uh, I, I remember, because I was thinking about redoing my website and all three of you were like, wow, this website's really good and really clean. I was like, okay, don't touch it. Don't change it. <laughs> okay. It's worth, something's working there. And, uh, that's continued to grow. I've, uh, I just came back to doing 13 person in-person shows, uh, during the pandemic or after the pandemic. And, uh, and yeah, so those, they've been sold out for the last couple weeks, sold out through October and Halloween weekend and everything. So uh, how, how is everything unfolding for you post pandemic? And, and, and uh, yes, before you write in, I understand dear listener yes, that yes. we're not really post. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I, it's kind of, again, we're in this weird middle ground now where I, and I also live on the Wisconsin, Illinois border uh, where it's like, okay, some days it's like, okay, I'll, I'm just going to go, go to run into target real quick and don't have to do the scramble of, oh crap, I left the mask at home. It's like, they've got the signs like, Hey, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay. I'm just running in real quick and all that. I'll try not to lick the screens on my way out or something. And, uh, and then there's some places like, uh, without getting into too much detail, I'm doing a lot of, uh, events that are, um, in high schools and there, there's like no wiggle room. Like right. it doesn't matter if you're six feet away, like some places like, uh, again, like they'll, they'll require masks, but if you're speaking or on a stage or something, you can, but not, not with, uh, not when you're presenting at at uh, freshman years, uh, orientation. Wait, you, you, so on stage, you have to still wear a still mask. Still wear a mask. If you are in, wow. at least in, in the indoor, I mean, these are also North shore, Chicago suburb high schools so like they're gonna follow every you know you know dot every i cross every t no no teacher wants to be cornered with the well the mentalist didn't have to wear one well well, that and also like oh like in in usual like (laughs) you you brought a guy in to read all our freshmen's minds okay oh and he was unmasked and you didn't you know all there's you know all that stuff so so anyway so there's been so there have been like it's kind of it's kind of like, you know how when like, I don't know how much, we talked a bit about how some of the corporate stuff you did years ago, and it seemed like for like the last 20 years, it's always been like, okay, what's the dress code? Tie, no tie, like right. all that stuff. And I think just for now, the question is like, okay, is this mask? No, no mask. I am vaccinated. What's your, what's your protocol? And I have adjusted my show to where it does involve more people. And they don't have to be quite as close. They can still handle objects and such and so forth. So it's a fairly, it's a fairly, you know, COVID compliant, safe show Mm. uh, as well. So it's, and, and again, with the 13 person show, it's, it's small enough and everything. And most people just like do like, even if they are vaccinated, they do want to keep it on just cause like they don't know the other eight people or something sometimes. So, so there's a bit of that, uh, virtual, I, I do love the simplicity of virtual in that, like, yeah, I get to just turn on my computer and perform for a couple hundred people and, and just, I, I, just I've go. mentioned this before, but it's like, I feel like to some degree, 
the rest of magic finally caught on to what I figured out 10 years ago, yeah, which is, yeah. Ooh, that's nice. You just walk in and talk and then you go yep, to bed. Yep. Uh, pretty good. Yep. All the, all the, everything's just right on the desk, ready to go. Uh, so yeah, so I'm doing a, I'm doing a virtual show Halloween cause it's on a Sunday, uh, that, and, and here's the other thing too, that I'll notice. And you're and this doing is, it as a ticketed event. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yep. So, um, uh, and, and also speaking, which too, since I was last on and since I was last on modern rogue and scam nation, I've actually had people come to my shows and went in the ticketing site says, how'd you find out about it? It's like modern rogue or scam nation or something. So that's, that's, awesome. that's pretty awesome. Uh, so yeah. So, um, in person and, and a couple virtual ones too. So, uh, I've no so the virtual events are selling like hotcakes. Like I am sold out for the next couple weeks. I think I've got one show that only has like five spots open. And then my Halloween weekend shows out of 50 tickets for each show. Uh, there's only two left in one and eight in the other. And they're all the VIP tickets. So like those will sell like for Halloween. It's, it's what does what a VIP ticket so look like in a virtual event? So no, 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 that that's for in person. Oh, sorry. Got it, for got in it, person. Got it, got it. Uh, so yeah, so the VIP ticket includes the show and then we do a flashlight tour of the mansion afterwards. Cause it's like from the 1800s and all that stuff. So, so for virtual, that's like still, I have, I have barely moved any tickets for that, but I, I noticed when doing weekly virtual shows at the start of this year and kind of in the middle of the pandemic, it was the complete opposite. People didn't buy their tickets until like the day of. I think everyone was still, I, I, I want to use this term lightly, but like like triggered to making plans. Like they wanted to wait till the last minute. No one wanted to buy, you know, a ticket for a virtual event more than like, a week out and, and so keep in mind early on you know a lot of people had tickets to things and then the events got canceled and yeah exactly as best i could tell well, nobody got a refund for anything well well here's here's where the next aspect of this comes in too so um so with my ticketing now let's just say like let's let's set you know everything else aside pandemic all that let's just say uh, a me we talked about meteors in the last episode. Right. Let's say a meteor hits this historic building that you know my props are in, my show is in, everything else. Uh, we can't really move it because, like, the whole point of it was like you know being this, in that building. Yeah, yeah being in that building. Yeah. Well, in I have on my ticket saying if the live event is canceled, a virtual event will happen at the same date and time. So worst case scenario for any of my ticketed events, like it's like, and okay, turn on your computers. Here's the email, everyone, the link and we'll do this. So I have a really nice cushion that I didn't have at the start of the pandemic. At the start right. of the pandemic, I refunded people like, you know, I gave them the option of getting a code or a refund. And actually a lot of people did opt for the code. And that was, that was wonderful. And I've kind of, um, you you recommended this book a long time ago, uh, Make Art, Make Money. Yep. There's another one. Uh, I can never pronounce the last name. I think it's Jeff Goins. Uh, it's uh, Real uh, real Artists Don't Starve. And that, those are like a perfect like double feature. And in that, he really talks about, you know, looking at, you know, people through patro as patrons and so forth. And I've really stopped trying to look at through the lens of, oh, I, I'm a magician, I'm a mentalist, I'm a mind reader, I'm a psychic entertainer. It's like, no, I am an artist and these are my patrons. Right. Like that's like that's they, how they, this they goes. will follow you on your journey yes. to, to other spaces. Yes. And should you want to direct a film, they will 
watch that film. Yeah, yeah. So I I have noticed though a lot of people just because my clientele is a lot older uh, usually uh, for those shows. I did notice there was a big hesitancy even still for virtual. Uh, but I think it's it's one of those things where it's like as soon I think so many people are resistant to it, but once they actually see a good virtual show or experience it's like Dude, and I, I try to explain to people like you watch virtual entertainment all the time you're not in the audience for the tonight show right like you're, you're still and this you actually get to be a part of it imagine if you could like watch the tonight show and jimmy fallon could talk directly to you and that's that's what you get in a virtual show so so it sounds like you are of the belief that regardless of the pandemic status virtual shows are here to here to stay uh, i don't think they'll ever be the big boom that they once were <laughs> that, like, that, that, yeah. that they by necessity were yes yeah. yes exactly and i think that's why so many people are um saying like oh they're going away and everything else but like i know i've got some corporate uh events coming up where it's like hey we can only have it we can rent out this restaurant and only have 20 people uh again pandemic or not some you know a space is finite you know right, you can right. only hold so many people in a banquet room or we can have a slightly later meeting uh give everyone a coupon code to get you know door dashed food from all the same place and then everyone can watch this show together from the comfort of their home including people on our you know in our west coast office and all this other stuff so it's i i think at least for corporate i think it's here to stay uh, as someone who has a virtual show coming up uh, for tickets, I don't know for, for ticketing. I mean, th that's the other thing, too. I knew the Halloween, the live shows would sell, and then Halloween night is on a Sunday, and a lot of people probably aren't going to want to go out anyway. And, well, the other thing, too, is I've built an audience. Like, I've got people who don't live in my area who were regulars in the virtual show. They haven't gotten their tickets. A lot of them haven't gotten their tickets yet because I think also people are just like they don't know what they're going to do with Halloween right now. And so I think that, I think virtual is going to be like kind of like a, a little bit like Netflix in a sense where it's like it is a bit of like a last minute like, oh, yeah, let's do that tonight. I don't think it's something that people are going to carve out that uh, they'll continue to do, at, le at least for me and my business. Yeah. I may be completely wrong about other people or some people might be shouting, nope, virtual's dead, never doing it again. And there were some performers that like really like dug their heels in, like I'm not going to do virtual or I can't wait for in-person to come back because virtual stinks and everything else. And it's like, it, it's the same. Well, we've talked about this before. Every argument, there's nothing new about it. Like people said the same thing about TV when it came along, like, oh, it's going to eat up acts. Well, no, it gave us better acts. Right. Like, you know, like, yes, it ate up the bad ones or the stagnant ones. And they didn't have much to do after the fact, the ones who actually innovated and moved forward. Right. Uh, well, and and uh, we were talking with Andrew Heaton, uh, uh, who uh, there was some famous person who made marches of all things. And he was convinced that uh, recorded music would be the death of of people who write marches. It's like why would why would you ever go see a live performance when you could listen to a recording of it? Well, because they're a different category, and and yeah. yes, everything continuously splinters off. Sometimes you know things thrive, sometimes they go away yeah. and get crowded out well, by other things. I remember some magicians were complaining like, oh well, what's to stop someone from just recording the virtual show and then playing it? It's like well because. And I agree. And to the people who see a virtual show as a show on a magic show on camera, I think 
yeah, you're right, but that's not what people want. People, the reason virtual shows thrived was people wanted that connection. Right. They wanted that moment of like, that, oh, that, I, that electricity that you can raise your hand mm -hmm. and be called on as a volunteer. Th there was a moment, uh, I called it the Jumbotron moment, where I would just, before I unmuted someone, I'd look over the audience, pick someone, and bring them up. And the moment they came up on screen and saw themselves, they got excited because right. A of the Jumbotron moment, but also, oh my gosh, we're going to see if, what, what's the mind we're going to do with us. He's going to make us go get a book. He's going to make us go get a deck of cards or whatever. What's he going to do with us? So I think that was a big part of it too. And a lot of the shows that kind of refused to be that interactive aspect and like really put it in the, you know, look at it from the standpoint of the audiences, like they're not watching it because they want to be, you know, they, they want to see a magic show on a, on a screen. Right. They want to interact with, right. with the performer. Do you have people like uh, have a number of objects ready for like like like? Do you send a, a pre letter that says, "Hey, go yeah, have a have a card, a book, yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, yeah. Usually, what I'll do, um, and I'm so yeah. So usually, it's like, okay, he, here are the items you'll need for the show: a deck of cards doesn't have to be a full deck, you know, sharpie, all this, all this other stuff, a book, and I won't. And even when I do like the shorter corporate shows, I don't use all of that material, but I right. like having it handy in case something screws up in case I need to fill more time. And on case top of that, also, uh, I've noticed that there's real value to the heuristic of whether or not people have are, are paying attention. Like if you could say, do you have a deck of cards? And they're like, no, it's like, okay, you are not prepared. You did not read you, the email. You, you, you need, are not going to be yeah, a good you, volunteer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So Right. I've even, I've, I've actually told people like, do you have business cards on your desk? Yes. Well, write seven playing card names on them. And while you do that, we're going to get someone else. Right. And mm. like, you know, go, go from there. So, and like the other thing too, is like you get a chance to look into people's homes. Like there's, there's this moment, like, like could you imagine how excited uh, Doug Henning would have been if he knew he could look into people's homes while doing his live shows on TV. Well, and, like, and could you imagine what he would give to have the opportunity we get? <laughs> well, and uh, our private spaces tend to be decorated in a way that mm, is more honest than the what, mm -hmm. the bumper stickers we might put on the back of our car. Yeah. So, so it's like if you see in the background, you know. Like my daughter has a poster that says unicorns are real or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like like there's some earnestness there that mm -hmm. that 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 if if not uh, a remarkable mind reading achievement, at mm -hmm. least allows you to set your artistic barometer yeah. to speak the same language as the person. Yeah, and like you you get surprises. I had someone in India in one of my shows. I had and That's it was awesome. it was night and it was day. They were they were having breakfast and watching the show. That's like so cool. like that's like Come on, like that's amazing. That's truly amazing. And I uh, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what do you do for the ticketed event nature of things? Uh, I use wellattended.com. Okay. Uh, uh, quick plug for them. Uh, uh, William Rader, he's a he's a uh, mentalist as well, and he runs the company with uh, with a friend of his. And I've been using them for about six years. They're great. I love them. Um, if it, I I, I so. Just the other day, there was an issue what someone was having with buying tickets, and I text William, and within a half hour, it was taken care of. He's he's on the other side of the planet right now, and like like you don't get that with other big ticketed names, which I won't name. Uh, you get uh, and you get the actual 
emails from people. So it's not like, you know, oh, well, you know, you can click this button to email everyone, but you don't get to get their email or it, uh, any of yeah. that stuff. It's like, no, you, you get to, you actually get to know and you can customize it. Like I said, I customize it to where'd you find out about the show? Um, and, and in, in the case of, in, here's the other thing too, with having people get things together, at least for people who are already part, uh, patrons of mine, my live shows do that. I actually tell people for, uh, for the show I'm doing now, uh, that's in person, it's called mystic. I tell people, bring your own book. We're going to do something with other people's books. It needs to be your own book. Right. So, and now it was all 13 people going to know, but I'm going to get like between, two to five and that's gonna give me more than enough range for right what and i need whoever for the does show. it will absolutely know and yeah. believe that's so, that was my book and yes so on. and so and so doing that at home like oh yeah you're gonna need this this and this is is just you know again part of the experience too like telling i, I like giving people like and i think it adds to the overall excitement of the show like why, why do we need a broken watch he told he tells we need to bring a watch. It doesn't matter. It's okay if it's broken. It's okay if it works. Like why? Why? What are we gonna need? It can't be digital. No, it's got. It can't be on our phones. No. Why? And then they come to the show and they see. Why do we yeah. need a book? Why can't yep. it be a, a dictionary or a religious text? I don't know. We'll have to go see. And I think that you know again and same thing for virtual. Why are we gonna need a deck of cards? Why are we gonna need all this, all this stuff? And and yeah. So I think I, again I. I, I I didn't think we'd be here two years ago. <laughs> like, come on. So who knows if someone's listening to this, I mean, recording this in October of 2021. So if someone's listening to this in October of 2023 going, what an idiot. I can't believe he didn't <laughs> oh, no, see no, no, this. No. I, I, I like, think the, the so, psychic scars of the past two years are going to linger for quite a while. Are you I, talking I about, we, are you talking about this or the one organization that, Oh that no, 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 no. I, I, I mean, quite literally all, all of uh, America and for all uh, I know the world, like, yeah. I mean, this is some real stuff that we all had to go through yeah. and some real yeah. adjustments that we had to make. Yeah. Well, I think that's the other thing too. Like, the excitement of a virtual show when you don't have any other options, it it's not going to be like, no, it is never going to be the same. Right. I hope to God, I hope to Cthulhu. It's never the same. Like, I, like seriously, but I don't think that that gives it, that doesn't make it valuable. Uh, and I, th I think that's, that's important. Right. Right. You know? So it's, it's its own thing. Like trying to complain about like, you know, like for example, just uh, uh, again, off the top of my head, I will never see, uh, Doug Henning live, you know, he, he passed away when I was very young. He, he was long since retired. I will never have the chance to see, but I'm very glad those, that footage those exists archives. and yeah. I can still connect or feel connected with and watch him and go, Oh, he did this in an interesting way. Or it's, it's funny how he does this. And so, uh, by the way, watch him on the Muppets, the, the, the it's on Disney plus his episode on the Muppet show is amazing. It's right wonderful. On. He, uh, he's so charming. Uh, he makes such great eye contact with the Muppets. It's it's wonderful, and uh, and Fozzie is trying to learn magic, and he's a he's a total hack magician, just like he's a hack comedian, uh, which yeah, is pretty no, amazing. Uh, uh, Doug definitely had a gift for uh, at least presenting as very present in the moment uh, yeah. in all of his work. Um, yeah. Bryce, uh, do you have any questions? Uh, no, I think I think you managed to get to 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 get most everything. the 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 thing uh, which I I think you you kind of answered was like. You know, you have you you've got these list of materials that people need to bring. Mm -hmm. How do you how do you like I don't know select them out? For like like do you say like 
Hey, did you bring did you bring a book? Raise your hand if you brought a book. Yeah, you, yeah, I'll do that. Something uh, soft like that. Well, I mean, and that's the other thing too. Like some people don't turn their cameras on, and that's fine. Uh, it's been some weird ones. Like there was one show where it was just an empty room. Like like the, the there were people there, but one of the screens, like it was a living room, but there was no one there. Oh, there was that's this, weird. It was. Mm. I was like, did they throw up? And I and I like thought about it. I'm like. Did they throw up like a, a green screen? Is it like one of these fake backgrounds? It's like, it looks pretty weird. I, I don't know. And like, it was just this. And, and again, like, I'm okay if someone doesn't want to turn on their screen. Like, you know, fine. That's okay. Whatever. But like, to have just like an empty room in front. It, I mean, and, like, they I must have do, gone to the bathroom or something, right? I mean, it's got to be. It was the be... whole show. Really? It was the whole. Wow. No, no. It was I, the whole I, show. I, uh, that 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 I, smells like a like a cute joke that you would do if or, you didn't want to yeah. get called on for a trick well, or something. Well, uh, but I was like making because like someone because I say at one point I say to someone else like go into a gallery view and pick some pick someone you don't know and they're like oh god is that an empty room and then it was empty later on when I told them to go back to gallery view so it was like. I just kept making lines like, I, I hope you're okay. You know, I hope, ah. I hope you're not like dead at the, you know, pass out underneath the screen. Lift I up hope, an arm if yeah, you need yeah. help. If you need, if you need help, you can unmute. We'll call someone. We'll, we'll help you. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be okay. But you've never that, run into like, n nobody brought the book or nobody brought cards. Um, I think one show there was like half the people, they were like, uh, oh, do we get cards? I don't remember. It's uh -huh. like, well, go get the cards before we start. While we do that, we're going to, you know, so, and I would just tell people if it was much bigger, because there were some corporate events where, yeah, it was like a couple hundred people, but I only saw like, you know, 20 or 50 or however many were, were on the screen. So who knows? And it's like, and for, and, and my feeling too is with that kind of stuff is if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna play along, like there's then yes keep your screen off i'm not there's nothing i'm gonna do right. mm -hmm. the i have a weird way of thinking about this that uh, a lot of magicians don't agree with and there's the feeling of like and this this depends on context and everything too that said like if the people are there and in chairs they care everyone always says oh yeah within you got to make them care you got to do this they're there they got a sitter they're in their seats your job is to make them not uncare like they're there already yeah. now. Yes. There's corporate events where like they're there and they have to be, and you got to win them over. Right. Yes. I get but, that. But, but in general, anybody who bought a ticket has already self-selected as buying into what's about to happen. Yes. Uh, uh, so, we, we, we just did our first live event here on campus mm -hmm. and, and it was very much the same thing. The only thing we did was a whisper campaign. So everybody there was either already knew what they were in for or mm -hmm. was a friend that was drug out to participate or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, so there was very, very little having to win over of anybody and it was yeah. wonderful yeah exactly and so and yeah there's and and again in the case of something virtual those people just aren't going to turn their camera on so it's not a it's not a problem you know right. like like imagine if you could mute every single one of the hecklers you've ever had like or or, or, or have every every power. person who like, when you go to select a volunteer you know crosses their arms yeah, and looks down yeah. or whatever uh, i actually have uh so joshua j did a great study uh, uh it's it's online i'm i'm I can't remember it offhand, but uh, he talked, he actually pulled people and like audience selection was like, there was, it was 
no in between. People either wanted to participate or they did not. Right. And there there was no one who was lukewarm on it almost. And and, and, and I do find at live events it's pretty transparent which one is which. I mean, yes. there there, there are not so subtle well, cues I, that people give. So I actually incorporate that into my ticketing system. I actually have an introvert section where I say mm. you can come see the mind reading show and you will not be picked. It's just that's $10 smart. more. That's brilliant. And, when you charge more, that's really And, that's and really they sell. <laughs> they wow. sell that, every that. single show yeah. they have sold. Uh, and wow. yeah, so so there's that. But also if it's like a corporate event or I'm performing at a place like uh, just for example, the Chicago Magic Lounge and in Chicago, I'll usually say who here has never never been to one of these shows, but has always wanted to help out on stage or who, you know, in, in, in the case of my shows, who's never been to one of my shows, but would like to give this mind reading stuff a try and, and kind of let them. And, and I know like the old thing of like, don't ask for a volunteer because everyone will say no and everything else. And, and again, that's not the first thing I say either. I'm not, right. that's not an opening line. You got to do that at the right point. Correct. Correct. Um, much. Uh, the, the, the way I think about it is you have to fill up the bucket, build the trust and the credit. Yeah. Then you get to harvest and, and, yes. and ask people up on stage. Yes, exactly. And, and at the same time too, so many people like, again, they're, they're seeking out this type of entertainment because they want to be a part of it. Like they don't want to watch, you know, 30 minutes of and no matter how beautiful the the coin manipulation is they don't want to watch just right. like a camera on hands for 30 minutes doing it because eventually it's you know it's it, that's not what they're that's not what they came for they came to connect they came to be, to be seen to recognize yes. to participate and, and especially again during the pandemic when magic could actually you know, I mean, think about this too. More people saw, yes, it wasn't in person, but more people saw interactive live magic in the last two years than probably in the last, like, I can't tell you how many times I got messages from people saying, Hey, we had a mentalist in our corporate event today, or, Oh, Hey, wow. my, my, my kids, uh, had a, had a magician who came on to, on screen for school and he had them all come up and touch the screen and they moved around and he guessed their food that they landed on and stuff. Like, like that's, that's, that's a, remarkable. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like, yes, a lot of people watch magic on TV. A lot of people see it on the internet, but again, those are pre-recorded things. This is happening in real time, right. which there is a difference for. You can feel there is an electricity. Yes. There is. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And, and the other thing too, I mean, when you can see the people like whenever I heard magicians go like, oh, well, you know, I'm the kind of performer that feeds off the audience. It's like, well, first of all, <laughs> you're not special. That's all of us. Right. <laughs> That's, you know, so, and, and also you're kind of admitting that you're just doing this for your own weird grief vampire stuff. You have nothing you want to communicate other than gimme, gimme, gimme. Like, and that was my what I felt was a lot of just artists in general but uh, but particularly magicians and mentalists, it's like, hey, we have something that's interactive that can be in people's. I also love how like those impossibility books by J uh, Jim Steinmeier, everyone like crapped all over those for years. Like, oh, it's just mathematical puzzles and everything. And then within weeks, all of a sudden, in, everybody March, was like, where, where, where's yeah, that book that yeah, I claim yeah, to hate? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they, 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 my they, act. they were sold out at every like, That's online amazing. magic store. He had to do reprintings on some of them. Uh, for, and the first for, uh, for, for the non-magicians out there, this is a book of, of, of one of those self-working things where yeah, all yeah. you have to do is repeat the instructions correctly, and at home, yep. you will end up on a forced mm, whatever. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes. And uh, yeah, it it's it. So it was really fascinating to see how quickly people's tone change. But also, like, again, like the idea the the pitch I'm giving for Halloween is like, hey, you'll you, you think you're safe in your own home. Right. Mm. We're, we're going to do mind reading and paranormal tests in your house. That is the on best Halloween presentation week. because and, and the there's sh- no scared. Well, like being alone in scared. Well, well, I'll. I'll I'll tip this. Well, it's not a spoiler. The show is called Lights Out, and everyone is encouraged to watch with the lights with, out. So, yeah. and I did it last Halloween. Sold out two shows last Halloween, uh, and like that's the other thing too. Like I'm not too again the live events. They're they've sold well. Like if I sold no more tickets for the rest of October, I'd be I'd be very happy and I'd be very spoiled. Mm. Uh, that said, like if nothing else happens with okay, fine. Then I. Sunday night off. Yeah, right. You know? yeah. Like I, I didn't rent the space. I didn't, you know, no. like have to drive. I didn't have to carve out, you know, too much time. It's like, okay, yeah. all right, then that that doesn't happen. So, <laughs> so I, it's low risk. I, I, I got, I have one last question. I guess is, uh, or is it two, it's two part? What, what would you say is your ratio of of in person and virtual events? And do you think that you have a do you have a preferred mix or a blend? Like, oh, you know, maybe ultimately I'd like to do two thirds virtual, or maybe I'd like That's to only. That's the other do- thing too. Like before the pandemic, I loved my schedule. It was a consistent, but you, you, I'm, I think I've told you this before, but just for posterity, I'll tell you again, and you can verify for everyone how rare this is in our industry. I worked four to five days a week consistently. Uh, with a very set schedule, uh, Wednesdays were days in the office where I, you know, built props, cr- did creative stuff, you know, wrote down on billets, all the all the piddly crap, got got all the props ready, and if I had left over time, worked on new material. Thursday nights I was in a restaurant. Friday nights I did my thirteen person ticketed show. Saturday nights were either private bookings or I was booked to do close-up shows in another haunted mansion, which is a boutique hotel, uh, where, and, and that's the other thing too. Our artisanal ghosts. Yes. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. You, you just nailed my, my whole manufactured business. Manufactured right here in the yes. great United States uh, of America. No GMOs. <laughs> so normally when you do like restaurant work, it's like, you know. 20 bucks an hour, 30 bucks an hour. And yeah, it sounds a lot, but you're only doing two hours a night, all this other stuff. Right. I stopped doing restaurants because I was making so much with the 13 person shows. Like, yes, you know, at 20 to $30 a ticket, it's not a ton of money, but compared to $60 at a restaurant for oh, sure. twice as long, yeah. it's great money. Well, and, and, and also the opportunity to work out material and get it yes. from like polished for yes. stage as opposed to for close up. Sure. But also like, so you're telling me I can get paid five times more and everyone comes to me like, sure. So when this other mansion approached me, I was able to go, well, here, this is how much I make. If, uh, if I do a ticketed show, you need to at least match this. Mm-hmm. If you have to you beat want- this yes, or my yes, time. Yes, like, exactly. Doesn't make sense Otherwise I can just, you know, have, have a ticketed show. Right. And, and then sometimes I do the occasional, uh, Sunday, the, like, so what's your, what's your, yeah. So, so anyway, so what, what I'm getting at with like, okay, so that's five days with Monday and Tuesday off. If I didn't do anything Sunday, then my wife and I, well, at the time, uh, fiance and I, you know, had a day off together. Like how, 
how rare is that in our industry? Oh, sure, sure. Like, like, are you like, where are you going this week? I don't know. Like, I knew where I was going to be Wednesday. I knew, like, yes, there'd be slight variations. Like, oh, I have to take off because I'm going to go do this corporate overnight thing here and there. But again, that, you know, that's, that's part of it. So I realize how rare that is. And I'm starting to get back more into like that groove. I'm back to doing live shows. I, I kind of took a big chunk of September off because I knew how. I worked every day this summer. I did a, a guest spot in an illusion show in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. So I came out and did 20 minutes of mentalism every day from uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day. Right. So I dove back into a couple private gigs and the Friday night shows. But for the most part, I took a lot of September off because I knew October would be crazy. And yep, here I am back here. <laughs> so I was yeah. right. It's like I'm psychic or something. Uh, okay. So uh, and, and then and then <laughs> Halloween is going to be the back to virtual. So where this is going is okay. yeah. with the holiday events. They're all booking for in-person right now, but I'm expecting 10 to 20% of my holiday events to be virtual. And I'm expecting to do more of those because, again, I can squeeze more of those in right. rather than like an in-person show where I've got to take into account travel time and all this stuff. Yeah. If I come home from you know the one corporate event at 8 o'clock, but I'm going to do one at 10 o'clock for a company on the West Coast because it's you know earlier there, then, yeah, that's, that's going to be more doable. And I can, you know, rather than like having to carve carve out a whole day for an in person show. Yeah. So I'm expecting that, and I am planning on going back to doing uh, ticketed virtual shows, probably like once every Wednesday or something for the winter month. Because that's the other thing too. I think like you know, it's been nice, like <laughs> like this summer and spring. Oh sure, and sure, sure. So, so I so think a lot of people have just been out and about. So I'm gonna. Again, like worst case, worst case scenario, like, okay, then af after this grand experiment, I go back to just doing live shows again and do the occasional two to three virtual shows a year. And, you know, that's fine. Or, you know, it stays a part of my business. Either way, I'm happy with that. Well, so, in, in the meantime, uh, let's do the plugs. Uh, yeah. where, where would people go to book you? Uh, JoeDiamondLive.com. It's also at JoeDiamondLive on all social medias. Uh, so this is actually, a you, you can go back to that real quick, uh, Bryce, because, uh, I was going to not, I was going to wait till on scam nation for this, but if you go to, you can't access it through the main site, but if you go to joediamondlive.com slash store, this is my new top secret page for mystery performer. So I know you have a lot of magicians and mentalists who are listening and that is all my, uh, all my stuff, uh, scroll down you can see my penguin lecture, all my uh, downloads. Uh, you can go there and check that out. Uh, you can only access it through that uh, top secret link. Uh, all my stuff. I I don't like. I do a lot of like knuckle busting sleight of hand. But if you've seen anything I've done, particularly the stuff we did on Scam Nation, you know I'm, you know more more, more of a storyteller. Yeah. 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 So like, even if you're a beginner, you can you can do. You can do most of the stuff on that page. Uh, so Dude, you're looking uh, to dip your toe in. this has been an absolute blast. Thank you so Thank much you. for for guesting uh, and, and filling up an entire hour or half an hour of of of, of, of advice. Course. Yeah. Thank you. This is this is tremendous. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank Joe Diamond. Uh, and thank you so much, Brian. Uh, and, thank uh, you so much, Bryce. Thank, thank you, you, Bryce. And Bryce, thank you so much and, to our and listeners. Get, get bent, Andrew and Justin. Get bent. Go to space. Uh, for everybody my here. Life now. It's been after. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>